Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, is my best friend and uh, a, a loser of the Barcelona Real Madrid game that Real Madrid won 3 1. Uh, El Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? Honestly, I didn't even know that was this weekend. I completely zoned out. I was with my kids. I did not even remotely even know about that until today. Okay, well, that's... I mean, it was something that we, we mentioned last episode, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I was like, I was so out of it. Taking care of the kids. Making sure poop was not in, in their underwear and making sure that I was going to hit the toilet, you know. Stuff, stuff like that. Fun. So, yeah. Diarrhea season is in full effect. Yeah, so... Hopefully your boys, are, uh, you figure out what's going on there, man, because... You know, yeah, that, that, yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah, but oh, yeah. anyways, I guess yeah, I, I guess I lost the bet. Yeah, lost the bet there. Oh, uh, you 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 definitely are still behind in the tables. Um, yeah, right. Honestly, it's literally just a battle between you and Spencer to see who's not going to be last place. <laughs> because once again, I came. I am. I'm not. In the, I wasn't. In the, I didn't start the season with a negative. Um. Probably get a huge asterisk for that because obviously of the big lead that I that I was that was given to me, but uh, you know, well, I don't, I don't, I don't make the rules. Uh, I guess technically I do make the rules. But, uh, that's not the point, man. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, this past weekend, I, I mean, besides watching Real Madrid in Barcelona, um, I was helping my brother move into his new apartment. You know, that's always fun. Oh, yeah. So, I will say, going down the stairs is definitely a lot easier than carrying a, a heavy drawer or dress. I don't know if it's a dresser, dresser or a drawer. I think it's a dresser. I think that's like the proper term. But like, 
the dress a dresser down a flight of stairs is a lot easier than taking it up a flight of stairs. So definitely felt that to be easy, easier than this time around. And then luckily this time it was uh, uh Horace's new apartment is now on the first floor. So didn't have to, so didn't it wasn't have to climb. that bad. No climbing stairs this time. Uh it's actually a pretty nice place. It's a very good location. It's a uh, you know over by TC Jester and I ten, so not too not too bad, but uh, I got the the thrill of being the U-Haul guy, and if anybody knows about driving the U-Haul, it sucks. It sucks. And I can't say anything because I also am the person that doesn't want to drive in front of a U-Haul. So, mm-hmm. people don't let you pass, like, you're trying to get into the next lane, no one lets you pass through the next lane. You know, it's, it's great stuff when people see your turn signal turn on and they choose to speed up Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that sucked. And then also, uh, the person I had to, to check out the, the U-Haul, check the U-Haul back in, uh, they were, they're a terrible person because um, I accidentally left a table in the, in the, in the U-Haul that was going to be kept with, uh, with me. And um, I asked the U-Haul, hey, look, can I just drive it back home? I'm not that far from here. Um, and then I'll come right back. And she was like, well, you already checked it back in. So do you want to? They were just basically being dicks. Yeah, because they were like, you're going to have to do another reservation. I'm like, I am not going to make another reservation just to come back down from three blocks. Mm-hmm. And so that was irritating. And so people got to watch me walk down, walk down Bissonnet. Not that part of Bissonnet. <laughs> Walked out business with a uh, stainless steel table car- carrying on my back. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that was something else. Yeah, it, it, it was not fun. Um, and the worst part was that I had literally guys in trucks waving at me. Not to offer help or anything. Just waving at me. Um, yeah, so an Amazon driver, an Amazon delivery driver was, you know, going down the neighborhood, making his rounds. And he literally has seen me like walking. Like, I think I, I would say at least two stop signs at this point. I was in, in the neighborhood, but like, he's literally saw me walking with this, with carrying this thing on my back. And clearly I was in pain. Um, cause there was no comfort. There, there was no comfort way carrying this table. Um, and uh and he looked at me, he's like, Man, how far have you been have you been walking? And I was like, basically three blocks. And he's just like, Oh man. He's like, How much further you got? And I'm like, uh, I'm like, I gotta go down this road, then make a left, and then go into like the neighborhood where the school is. And uh he's like, Oh, okay. And then he just goes in his goes in his Amazon van and just drives away. So I was like, what was the whole point of talking to me? <laughs> so I lost a little hey. faith in humanity that day. You mean more than you had already lost? Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, well, then I was really thinking about it. I'm like, would I have? I mean, I, I guess now that I have a rap four, maybe I would have. Maybe I would have like, hey, where are you guys go? I guess pull like an El Salvador thing. Oh yeah, like where are you going? Oh, down here? Okay, I can take 
Um, oh, well, you know, well, actually, in El Salvador, it'd be like, well, for two dollars, I can take you down here. Is that how it was? Yeah, I don't remember it like that. I felt like when I, when we went down, like when we when I went to El, uh, El Salvador with you, like I didn't I didn't see your mom give anybody two bucks. No, I mean that's the thing. Like my parents would never take the money. My dad would, but my mom would be like, "No, no, don't worry." You know, that's it. And they're like, "Oh, no, thank I mean, you." When, no, we, and when we hopped on other people, oh, well, I guess your dad was the one driving the truck. Um, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so so southern hospitality is not really a thing here in Houston. Um, but I guess now everybody's like paranoid because you know Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, that series, you know, that really killed it for everybody. Bro, okay, so literally, anybody sees anybody anybody sees a, a, a white guy with a, with a black guy like just sitting on the table, they're like, all right, watch out. They're already thinking like, oh, Jeffrey Dahmer's gonna about to kill you. Yeah, that I'm was like, that is fucked up. Yeah, that was messed up. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that too much. Um, man, but, so yeah, I finally finished the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, Netflix series. Um, obviously it was. It was pretty good. Evan Peters did a good job to play Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, my only gripe—I don't know if, if how you feel about this Edward—but uh, I, I feel like they really necessarily did do more. They could have done more for the victims. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. Obviously, this was about Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, I mean, the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing is that for the victims, they just put something at the end of it all, and it is like small. Yeah, because so I like, mean, they only did like one episode dedicated to one of the victims, which is kind of ironic because the that victim, um, the mother was not happy about about the the series, um, and then like if anything else, like uh, the other thing I took from, I mean, obviously they also showed the fact that the families were suing uh the Dahmers for like because that's that's when Jeffrey Dahmer's dad decided to write a book, um. Well, I mean, if you guys haven't seen the series, but, but like, you know, Jeff, but it, I mean, it's not spoiler because it happened. It happened in real life. But, uh, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, his father, he ends up making a, writing a book about him. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I really didn't understand what was the gain from that. Um, like the opportunity to like want to write a book. That's, that's the only thing I didn't understand. But obviously, like, then the families were like, oh, well, we're going to sue them for, to get, you know, get royalty out of it because, you know, why would you want to give money to Jeffrey Dahmer? You know yeah. <laughs> what I mean? So I, I understood that part, but like, so the families were like suing, you know, because, and then obviously, you know, you started seeing like the, 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 the other side of what would happen, in, you know, people that were calling this man a monster. And then you had the other side of people idolizing Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, which if people were surprised by that, I mean, there was people trying to marry Ted Bundy. So I think even there was people trying to marry Jeffrey Dahmer, actually, which was funny because he's gay. But because um, <laughs> it was women, these women were trying to marry Jeffrey Dahmer. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, you're not his type. It was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. weird. But yeah, like out of all like out of all the victims, I mean, you know, obviously they showed like moments of like some of his of his victims, but like they only dedicated like one episode to one of the victims. And obviously that's, that was Tony Hughes, the, the, the guy that was deaf, um, that was killed, but it was just, yeah, it was weird. Like, I, I mean, and it's kind of funny cause in some sense, um, like the show called us out on it, 
I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like, um, I think, I think Jeffrey Dahmer kind of in some way said it like, it's not about me. It's about the victims. And it's like, here we are watching this, this show that's, that's literally about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, well, we just got played. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Netflix. But yeah. So really good series. Um, it doesn't romanticize them in any shape or form, but obviously I, I feel like they could have probably done probably a little, maybe the proceeds are going to the families. I don't know. I, I really can't tell you. Uh, this is kind of how I feel about that, that Prey movie. Like it's cool that they're doing, they had like a whole, an, an all like Native American cast, but like it'd be cool to find out that like some of the, the proceeds of the film is going to like the, the tribes, you know, to, you know, to the reservations and all that. But you know, yeah. no. You know, and obviously Hollywood is not the kind of place that chooses the the moral route. So, yeah, they tend to kind of like it's it's kind of messed up because I've been hearing this a lot, honestly, and it's been going on with the with okay. Let me put it this: the bad guys, like the 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 evil and stuff. Like it's more like they highlight the evil of what happens. Going oh, on. I, I'm guaranteeing it. There's going to be a John Wayne Gacy either movie or series. They're going to do it. I mean, they kind of they already g- have, honestly. And I'm not. I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, you know, like I'm I'm perfect or anything like that. But I've I've watched like those docu series and stuff. Well, that's the, the documentary because I, I mean they did that interview with a killer. With, with Jeffrey Dahmer as well. Obviously, the, the, yeah, the Ted did. Bundy tapes. The, tapes. the Ted Bundy tapes. They, but the thing about it, Zac Efron played Ted Bundy. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying, know, though. But they did that. a movie where, where Zac, which was completely false because Ted Bundy is, a, is, a, is not an attractive guy. And so that's my one take. The thing is, you got to think about it. From back then, maybe they, the girls probably thought that he was attractive. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Cause, but yeah, when I see the pictures, I'm like, really? This guy? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, back in the day, everybody had different tastes. You also got to think about, like, how he dressed. Um, I mean, you know, apparently the dude had, had a way of talking. Like, that was one thing that they were saying about him. Um, but, yeah, so the, and it, but yeah, I don't think they've had a, 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 a show, like, not necessarily a documentary, but a show about John Wayne Gacy. Um, yeah. So I think that's, and I mean, like I said, like, I think, obviously, just, if you guys <laughs> watch the Jeffrey Dahmer series, they kind of, Show. <laughs> well, they featured John I mean, Wayne Gacy. They, 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 they kind of, yeah, they kind of, like, it's kind of like, which was like, weird. Hey, I didn't know like, that was Ron's kind of like, this is, well, no, the messed up part was that, uh, he, he did that when, when, like, or the way they made it seem, it's like, as John William Gacy or John Wayne Gacy was dying, he was reborn at the same exact time. So I don't know if that's the truth or not. I still don't. Oh, when, uh, understand. Jeffrey Dahmer was baptized? Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, that's when he was like, his sins were forgiven and stuff like that. See, that's you know, the only so. question. The only question I had was I wasn't entirely <laughs> sure whether or not like those crimes <clears throat> happened around the same time as like I was. Which, if it is, then that that's interesting. But like, but yeah, because you know they obviously mentioned John Wayne Gacy. I don't think he killed anybody in a clown suit. Um, I don't know why they they went to, they went that route with with that murder. Well, the uh, thing is, um, we don't, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I think that, that was like who you were, like, they were trying to figure out, hey, who is this guy? Like, who is this? Like, is this Jeffrey Dahmer? Did he get fat? And all of a sudden you see the concert, you're like, oh, okay. But I mean, I heard that he, he was, that's, that's how he, 
got his victims or whatever, especially like the young ones, like he would just portray a clown. Well, I know. Well, I mean, because I watched the John Wick the 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 the, the ta- tapes tapes of yeah. I don't know what the hell they really call it. Like, um, I know he dressed up as a clown, like like he was a clown for like birthday parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, personally, I mean, as a person that's afraid of clowns, I that's already a red flag for me. But um, but like I there's like even in like the tapes, like they've ne- they never really mentioned him dressing up as a clown. I know that his his move was to always like strangle the people to death. And uh, like the only reason yeah. why I know that is because of the, the one once again I watched tapes of a serial killer, whatever the, the, the hell it's called. And so, like, but it's never been mentioned that if he dressed, which I mean, that seems kind of like a a little bit much if you if if you think about it. Like, oh, let me strangle this guy. Wait, let me put on my clown costume and and, and really get this thing going. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> maybe the, maybe that's what he thought. I don't know. But yeah, but yeah, it was just really weird. Anyways, so that might be the, our our three up three down for next episode. Is that I might I'm, we might we might do like. Documentary. Serial, like, no, I was about uh, to say serial killers. The fuck is going no, on? No, 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 no. I mean, like shows or slash movies that we based on real events, kind of thing. Because I guarantee you, John, John, if they haven't made a, a movie about John Wayne Gacy or at least a series about John Wayne Gacy, they're gonna make one. I mean, they did Jeffrey Dahmer, and obviously that hit. So, I, I'm, you know, you know what you know what Hollywood likes to do. Oh man, let's 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 go and strike while the iron's hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. But anyways, you guys aren't here to talk about, here to talk about serial killers, <laughs> um, which is yeah. I don't know how this took a whole left turn. <laughs> I don't know man. where the hell we got here. Uh, well, obviously because I was talking about how I watched Jeffrey Dahmer. But uh, but yeah, we do have uh, uh, quite the episode for you guys. We got headlines. We got a debate topic that has to do with the 2022 Ballon d'Or because the winner was announced. No spoilers right now, um, unless you you guys haven't been keeping up with soccer. Then then yeah, no spoilers here right now. Um, recap the the uh Liga Mekis playoffs and then preview the semifinals. Um, we're gonna talk MLS Cup. There is one more game going on right now as we speak, which is FC Dallas versus Minnesota United. So maybe maybe it's finished by the time we're, we're we get there. But if not, we'll 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 get there when we get there. Um, no no games to recap because this episode would get extremely long if we did that. Um, we'll do our players of the week and then give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend and wrap this show up with a three up, three down. And we're going to pay homage to Cartoon Network who got bought out by Warner Brothers. So we're going to do three up, three down Cartoon Network shows. So we'll get a little, we'll talk more about Cartoon Network, get all emotional after when we get to that part. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take, we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with our headline. This break was brought to you by Audible. Audible provides you a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience from horror genre all the way to biographies. Audible has it all. Make sure you guys go ahead and use the link audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast to go ahead and get yourself a 30 day free trial. Once again, thank you to Audible for this part break. And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. If you guys want to be part of our Run Your Pool FIFA World Cup Challenge, all you have to do is enter and try to predict the winner of the group stages right now. We're doing group stages right now, and as the World Cup it progresses, we'll get going with pickums and all that. 
But if you guys want to know what Run Your Pool is, Run Your Pool is a website where you can create challenges for your friends or some completely different strangers. Obviously, Belly Up has their NFL Pick'em Survival Pool, which is you got to keep picking uh, the winner or else you get eliminated. Like my dumbass day when I picked the the Kansas City Chiefs over the over the Indianapolis Colts, like an idiot. So, but yeah. So, and obviously, we're doing our challenge. The winner of our Run Your Pool Challenge for the World Cup will receive the jersey of the winning country of the 2022 FIFA World Cup. So, that's all you got to do. Just go ahead and enter. If you guys go to our Instagram, Twitter, it is literally the post that is pinned on on those sites. So, just go ahead, follow the instructions, and get yourself a chance to win a jersey. So, obviously, me, Edward, and Spencer are, are not able to win it. So, oh, damn. We're disqualified. Yeah, but unless Iker Mateo wants to try. <laughs> <laughs> they've been having, they've been having, they've been having a pretty good. Uh, they've been having pretty good buying those little scratchers. Oh, they buy uh, the scratchers. Yeah, hey, you've been buying scratch off lottery tickets for them. Yeah, they've actually won, and they, I think I bought like two or three tickets, and they won seventeen bucks. And while one time I made, I wanted ever to feel better. I decided to, like you can watch me lose with these with the scratch off, and I lost. So, mm-hmm. all right, so. Yeah, maybe we will have your kids do do some picks. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna have them do my World Cup picks. Actually, that's a good that's a good reminder because um, by the time this episode drops, we will be officially a month away from the 2022 FIFA World Cup. By then, I believe not of the official rosters, but we'll know at least the the guys that are kind of looking to, you know. There'll be at least their preliminary rosters will be out. And so we will go. So next episode, we might really, it might, it's going to be a really different episode because it will literally just be us predicting the World Cup. It's going to be really long. So doing the, the headlines, debate topic and all that would just be a little bit too much for us. So it will literally be a World Cup prediction episode. Um, we'll still do three up, three down. We'll still do our players of the week, but it will be mainly focused on the World Cup prediction. So, so just so you guys have a heads up on that one. Yep. Yeah, but Edward will have his picks <laughs> using his children to help him. Yeah. So hopefully they hopefully they they pick better than than I do. I will try to keep my streak alive. Um, but we'll we'll also play it safe. We'll do we'll do a top five each side. All right. All right. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. All right. Now, headlines, man. So we're only doing one headline, and it's because this headline basically just took over everything, and that is um, Mbappe. So Kylian Mbappe, obviously, remember, um, he was on the verge of signing with Real Madrid. PSG went went ahead and pulled the okie doke on everybody by offering him a lot of money and um, some stake of the club, meaning that he had a say in uh, management um, and players. And, you know, obviously everyone was pissed off. Obviously, I was one of those people that was kind of angry. But also, I was like mad, but kind of also respecting because, you know, like I said, PSG had to do, had to pull a really dirty trick to really get their guy. And I mean, they did what they needed to do. Obviously, he was on the verge of signing with Real Madrid. Um, and he ended up staying with PSG till 2025, allegedly. But apparently, there's rumors that Mbappe is actually not happy at PSG. Um, and, you know, we've, We've kind of noticed Mbappe went from this promising, young, exciting player to now 
it's turning into a little shit. Uh, yeah. and, and, and the reason why I say that is because, like, Eric wasn't here to talk about this, but, you know, me and Kelsey were talking about it, how Mbappe basically had a full temper tantrum on the field because he wasn't getting the ball. Um, you know, we, we had that instance, especially there was this one instance where, like, like I said, the ball was coming his way. He literally stopped in the middle of the field. And ironically enough, had he continued moving, he probably would have had a good shot to get at least a tapper. Um, so, you know, irony on, on that one of his temper tantrum of not getting the ball would have led him into a situation of getting the ball. You know, go figure on that one. Um, and yeah. then obviously we saw the other instance where he missed the penalty kick. Um, and then when an, another opportunity for a penalty kick came, Neymar decided to take the penalty kick and Bappe and basically asked, uh, Neymar, well, I don't know what exactly was the, I don't want to say bag, but should I use the word bag? Uh, what's another word? <laughs> I mean, plead sounds really desperate. Pleading, mm, better than begging. Is it better than begging? Yeah, I think so. Would you rather plead than beg? Yeah. Okay. All right. And Bappe ended up pleading to see if he can if he can take the penalty kick. Neymar essentially told him, "Nope, you ain't missing this one." So, and then you see Neymar very sad um, as he walked away. And I believe Neymar did score that goal. Um, I think I gave him Player of the Week for that. <laughs> I remember that. But yes, so, you know, Mbappe's having all these instances and, and, all, and there was also another uh, instance where apparently he was not happy that his status in the locker room wasn't as high as the ones of Sergio Ramos and Lionel Messi. Mind you, Sergio Ramos and Lionel Messi have been playing a lot more, a lot longer than Mbappe. Um I mean, Messi doesn't have a World Cup, Sergio Ramos does, and they both share a shit ton of Champions League trophies amongst themselves. So, which, I mean, once again, those two are now legends. I think you can safely say Sergio Ramos and Messi are legends at this point in their careers. Uh, Neymar, you want to say legend? I don't know if I can say legend yet, but he's there. He's close, right? He's up there. He's up there, right? So... And I mean, Mbappe is definitely going to be a legend. It's just that his career is so early. And obviously, you know, you have players that have like amazing starts to their careers and then just go, and that's what happens. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing is, he's still young. Everybody's already saying, you know, like, for example, like Messi and Ronaldo haven't really retired yet, but they're already talking about that Haaland and Mbappe are the next, you know, like they're not even in the same league, you know, sadly. But they're saying that, oh, Mbappe is, you know, and, and Haaland are going to be the next rivals. Like, they're saying that they're the ones that are going to be the ones to show off that, hey, this is the next Messi and Ronaldo. I'm like, the thing is, you got Messi and Ronaldo. Like, both of them had their own uh, dribbling ability to where they could go past four defenders, five defenders, and then still score. Like, they had their, their, tri- their tricks up their sleeve. I mean... To me, Mbappe has the speed and the agility and the quickness to, to change direction. And that's one thing that he has. And then Haaland, he has the speed. He has the physique to just run through people and score goals with the outside of his foot in midair, kind of kung fu style. So I'm like, it, it's, it's, it's like, you know, you're, you're putting a dribbler against a poacher or like literally 
an aerial threat, basically everything. Um, Which, I mean, you can uh, kind of say it's almost the same thing as what Messi and Ronaldo was, but I mean, the no, only, the, the only thing that was a, different between Messi and Ronaldo was that obviously you had Messi who just was naturally gifted. He just had it. Like, it, he was gifted with the ability to play. Whereas with Ronaldo, while he did clearly have talent, he's more of the epitome of what hard work can get you. Because, I mean, if any, if there's one thing everybody talks about is how, how hard Ronaldo trains and prepares his body, how he takes care of himself. And, you know, like I said, he does have the talent and all that, but obviously, you know, he, his work ethic is what really put him at the pinnacle of where he is. And then Messi was just, he just was very gifted and not saying that he doesn't have a, he has a bad work ethic or anything like that, but clearly yeah. him is, he is the example of just being naturally gifted at the game. And Ronaldo is just the guy grinds it out to have the career that he has. I mean, no one can, it's hard to go into three different leagues and score. I forgot how many, I think he scored at least 200 goals in each league. I think that's what it was. I forgot. I know yeah. he scored, I know I might have been. Might have been 200 goals in each league. I forgot, but obviously he got 700 in total. But, um, but like, you know, so there, but there, there was, there was those two debates. Erling Haaland is naturally gifted. Like, I mean, he has, you know, the body, the, the, the ability. Um, so I mean, you know, the fact that, and also the fact that he could do this with both his feet is, is phenomenal. Um, and then Mbappe is also a very naturally talented player. I don't think he's, the epitome of hard work or anything like that either. I think both of them are very hardworking, young, talented players. Um, and like I said, who knows what their careers are really... The question is, like, no one knows what these careers are going to be. We have this wait till they're, like, 25 to really see how they, these guys look in their prime. Because, I mean, Messi and Ronaldo, they looked good when they were young, but it wasn't when they were... It wasn't until they were, they were in their prime that they were doing the crazier stuff, like Messi scoring 90 goals in, in a calendar year and Ronaldo uh dominating Champions League. So I mean so that that question is still up in the air, but I mean, yeah, they're the future goal debate. That that that's definitely I think a fair thing to say, at least for right now. I'm just saying people are sleeping on Phil Foden. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, I mean that, that's the thing. That's what I was saying. Like I, I feel like it's just um yeah. Uh, I think with with them, Mbappe and, and Holland, like I mean, it's not like you're putting two of the same, like like I said, two of the same people. Uh, like I said, Ronaldo and Messi, they both had their dribble, which Ronaldo, like you said, hard work, but it was also very, it had a lot of flair, really fancy. Messi was simplistic, just to the side, cut to the side. It's just he had quick feet. Now it's it's totally different. You don't have dribblers with both of them. Holland is like I said. You give him the ball. If you give him the ball and you give him enough space, he will create the space by shielding the ball with the body and then shooting. Or he'll go for the ball wherever the ball is going to land. He's going to be there. Like Mbappe, on the other hand, he can create his own plays, and that's that's what I'm getting. At. It's like Ronaldo and Messi could create their own plays, and that's that's one thing where Pep Pep Guardiola said very well where. He's like, if you want to compare Haaland to Messi, it's like, Haaland, you need to pass him the ball for him to score. Messi, he could literally make his own play. He could do it all. Like, he could go ahead. You pass him the ball, he could start off from the midfield and start attacking. Mm-hmm. 
And then and then that's the thing. With Haaland, it's like Haaland, basically, if you give him a straightaway, he'll take it. But if you give him like a little curve and stuff like that, I have not seen him do like skill moves or anything like that. I'm not taking anything away from him at all. He is one of my favorite strikers. He's really young. He could actually pick it up later on as he goes. He could try to work on that. Um, but right now, yeah, he's he's not to where it's like a, a dribbler. He's literally just the, com- I guess you could call him like the complete striker, the, the forward. He's an aerial threat. He's powerful. He's fast. He has a crazy ass kick. He can kick with both legs. So it's like, you know, he's he's there. He he can use basically any body part to score, and he will do it. He's he's very um, he's a, he's a finisher. So uh-huh. yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like the whole Mbappe Holland thing is a little bit too soon. It's it's not the same. Um, so if anything, like kind of like you said, like if it's anything, it's like Mbappe Phil fought. Kind of, I feel like that would be a, maybe a better matchup because you got a dribbler you got two dribblers and then you also have um that they can create their own plays Mm -hmm. they don't just need somebody to feed them a ball in open space for them to just kick it and you know what i like how you mentioned that whole him being able to create more which is kind of one of the gripes that alleged once again this is just a rumor it's not we don't know if it's true or not but the fact that there it's there's a lot of people talking about it clearly means that there's at least some truth behind it um but one of the gripes that essentially Mbappe has that he's not happy with PSG is that he feels that PSG has not owned up to their side of the deal, which obviously, along with the, the crazy amount of money that they gave him, was that he gets a say in the club and how he wants the club to be ran. Um, I don't know if Galtier was his choice for manager, um, because it seemed like Zinedine Zidane was going to be the manager of PSG, and then all of a sudden he decided that he didn't want that job. Um. So, but I mean, Galtier. Obviously, we 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 said it already. He won the championship with Lille. Not that you know the year that Lille won the championship. So, still a pretty good manager. But the other issue was that the fact was that it was very clear that you know Mbappe, or from what we're hearing, is that Mbappe actually wanted Neymar out. He wanted Neymar to leave PSG, and the reason why he wanted Neymar to leave the PSG. Lee PSG was because Mbappe wants to play on the wing. So he actually does not like to play center forward. He prefers to play on the wing, which if some people are going to probably think that that's kind of a lie because he plays forward. If you look, if you really think about it, when you remember him playing for France, even if you want to go back to the 2018 World Cup and even more recently now, he plays on the wing. He, yeah, especially if you notice 2018, who do you have up front? Olivier Giroud. Yeah. Um, and recently now they have Kareem Benzema playing up front. So, and, and Bappe, I, I'm guessing he feels that he thrives better on the wing where he could be more creative. Um, he doesn't want to be seen as a, as just a goal scorer. He wants to see, be seen as a player that can be creative and distribute the ball, which I guess you is being able to be showcased with the guys that he, he preferred to have up front, which is a guy like Olivia Giroud or Kareem Benzema, guys that just have a, a nose for the goal, if you will. Um, which allegedly he was hoping that they would move on from Neymar and they would go in and get Robert Lewandowski. Which, I mean, uh, the thought of Messi, Lewandowski, and, and Mbappe sounds very... They might have won the Champions League. 
They, <laughs> that just sounds that just sounds too too strong. That's not even fair, man. That's like that's too op. Like I mean, that's that that's the the asshole in fee- that plays FIFA that chooses that like I'm gonna play with my squad and it's PSG and you're, you're already mad as it is because it's PSG. Yeah, it's like this is your team. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I I mean, honestly, like uh. So I don't know if you've heard. There's some rumors. I don't know if it's true or not. Not. I mean, they're saying like there's a lot of media that's been covering it. So apparently, ever since uh, Lewandowski played against Bayern Munich, he has been having a bad time because he was feeling bad for playing against his team, like his old club. And ever since then, he hasn't really been performing to his level, like. That's what they're saying. That's what he said. The doctors had told the media that that's what's been going on with it. Um, I can kind of see that because, I mean, in, in the classical, Lewandowski he was had, off. A, he he was had off. a very... Oh, so you did watch the game. <laughs> no, I'm saying like he was off. because I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. I, was, I didn't get to even watch the highlights. Really. Yeah, there was a, a, a very clear like goal that was that, like, no, like nine times out of nine. Like Lewandowski scores that goal, and uh, like what I did there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So like you know, Lewandowski usually makes that goal. It's like it's it's probably like one of the best safest bets is that Lewandowski would score that goal, and it it just it was off. And I mean, you know, I but I mean Lewandowski did redeem himself. He he set up a, a pretty good pass to get Ferran Torres a goal. Um, but obviously, I mean, well, at that point it was two one. It looked like Barcelona could come back and at least get get a point out of it. But then, obviously, uh, a very soft penalty came into play, and and then Rodrigo scored the the penalty to win the game to secure the win. Mm. But I mean, we're not talking about we're not talking about that that that, that El Clasico where Real Madrid won three to one. Um, the we're kind of going back to here though. With like I said, with 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 Mbappe, like I said, he he apparently wanted Neymar out. Um, which, it, I mean, we can probably say that, that there's a correlation there because there was the rumors of, of of PSG being open to transferring Neymar. So if there was a discussion, maybe that happened. Um, we know that there was rumors going around that Neymar and Mbappe were having friction in the locker room. So like, you know, and, you know, he, Neymar did basically tell Mbappe to fuck off when he was trying to plead for a penalty kick. So I mean, like, we can say, we can. There's probably signs that we've seen that you know there is like at least not maybe not maybe like huge like animosity between each other, but you can see that there is some frustration between the two. Um, but yeah, he. But I mean, like I said, we have seen Mbappe play on the wing. He does look. He does look very comfortable on the wing. Um, though a lot of people thought that he would prefer to play striker, but it seems like that's not the case. He actually wants to be more creative. Um, and the big you, no, no. I was just gonna say. Okay, so did you also hear? That it's a. It's more not a hear, but it's more of a. Like did did you read? There was like I don't know if it's a meme, or I don't know if it's a, if it's true news, uh, if it's a rumor. I don't know. That apparently Mbappe is willing to buy himself out with his own money. To basically let himself out of PSG. 
which would be very hilarious about that one. But like I said, he actually, so apparently he requested a transfer request and he's only wanting to go to, he, well, there's, there's, there's one official club that they said that that's where Mbappe wants to go. And then there's other rumors or like other clubs that he speculated with. But the, the heavy, strong one is that he does want to go to Real Madrid. Yeah, and that's that's a strong one. I've heard that he they also said that Man United is is in contact. I'm like, ah, that's not that's that's not that's not where you, you want him to go. I mean, okay. So to be honest with you, let's put it this way: If you were Mbappe, think about it. Think about it this way: If you're Mbappe, if you feel that you are a world class striker that can carry a team, well, out, he want he wants to be a world class winger. No, no, no. I know that. He wants to be a world class winger. Think about this. Think about this. You're gonna have like in his mind. Do you think that he can feel that he can bring Manchester United out from the from the depths of the whatever the hell they're at? Like as, as I'm speaking, like if you're really that cocky, if you're really that confident in yourself to be like, I can bring this team up. It's not like I'm gonna join this team which is already up. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm just here to bolster it even more for a few more years. It's more of like, oh, I'm about to bring this team up from the depths of hell, like into being like first, second place. Because I think Mbappe does want to be a Galactico, but he will really shine. And I think he will take something into consideration to like, okay, really throwing this out there. Tottenham, if Tottenham wants to buy him too. Like, you know, I mean, he's instantly an up, He's instantly an upgrade in that team. Um, that, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't you think he would look at it that way as well? Like, he'll be like, "Oh, yeah, I'll, uh, like if I make this team be hella good to where they're out of Europa League and going to Champions League, like, don't you think that would be like, oh shit, or like you know, bringing them in from like eighth place to like fucking all the way to first place, you know, like." And it's because of his goals. It's because of his assists. Because of his creative flair. I, I I agree with you with some extent, but at the same time, it's got to make sense. The move has to make sense. Tottenham makes no sense for him. Even me making that that joke I just made. But like the reason why is obviously because you have Hungman, Son, Richarlson, uh, Perisic. Like they they're already stacked in the weaker position. I mean, obviously the the number nine spot is secure with Harry Kane. So I mean, like honestly, right now. If you're Conte, the last thing you need is another winger, which you, I don't even know what they probably need right now. Which probably. you desperately don't even need. You probably, you probably just need to keep bolstering your defense, if anything. But like, I mean, so I'm like, Tottenham doesn't realistically need him. Chelsea at this point is such a, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Chelsea. But <laughs> like, I mean, winger is definitely a position that I don't think they necessarily Apparently they they have a, an overstock of it because you know Christian Pulisic ain't even playing, um, but like Manchester United, the only thing that with me is like it really like as as enticing as it may seem to maybe re- revitalize Manchester United, which sounds like what LeBron James did when he tried to go to the Lakers, and the only trophy he has is from a COVID season. That's not neither here or there on that one, but um. But like I said, like kind of, I guess the idea of revitalizing Manchester United could be interesting. But the thing is, like when you look at that team, you know, who who do you have on the wings? You have uh, Anthony, um, Anthony on the right, 
And I'm, I think finally Jaden Sancho's playing on the left. Um, I could be wrong on that. Obviously, I don't watch Manchester United, so I can't tell you. And then obviously, you know, Marcus Rashford, I think, is playing up top as a striker. Um, him and Martial, I, I'm assuming. And then, you know, Ronaldo, whenever, whenever Ten Hag wants to use him. Um, so it's got to make sense. I don't know if, like, you know, especially the way Anthony's been playing, I don't know if you want to put him on the bench just because you have now, you now have Mbappe. Or yeah. the same thing goes for Jaden Sancho. Do you want to bench Jaden Sancho just so you can get Mbappe, so you can have Mbappe on the field, which he's that player that you, yeah, you need to put him on the field. Or there's an obligation to put him on the field. I mean, it's different yeah. from the Ronaldo scenario. This is, this is a young player. No, no, no. I think you're right. Um, Manchester City would make zero sense because I mean, if you're if you're trying to build this rivalry up between er- Erling Haaland, well, that's definitely not the place to go. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, you're not gonna win the ball door if you're feeding the guy that's scoring the goals. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then the, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I guess you could say that would be kind of like a super team as well. Like that would be part of like that that super team. If you, if, if you okay, for example, let's say PSG decided to go for Holland, like you know, I mean, it's hard to say that you're gonna, you know, dethrone Messi, dethrone Neymar, dethrone Mbappe, but I mean, like that would be how Cavani used to be. You know what I mean? Like that would be the Cavani uh, of PSG if Holland went. Just you know, a much Holland's gonna be the Cavani. Uh, yeah, I mean, think about it. Cavani is basically like that, that kind of playing style. I mean, uh, uh, Highline was basically that, like, is basically that, like a poacher, just like how Cavani was. Like, he was not, he's not a playmaker. He's not going to make his own. His oh, own I was, dribbles. I thought you were saying he was going to just be rotating in the, in the. No, like, no, no. I mean, as in like player wise, like, as in like, if you had to compare him to the playing style of somebody who was at PSG or who was at PSG. Um, I mean, I mean, Mbappe. On. I think Mbappe would love to have a player like Erling Haaland because of, like, once again, who, look who he's working well with in France, which is Karim Benzema and Olivier Giroud. Got well, Benzema's a little bit different because that man can create his own goals. He, the guy, the guy's a pretty decent dribbler, so he his cre- he's more creative than any than most poachers are, but he still is a pure striker as well. Um, but, but yeah, so like with. With, with all this being said, man, like, I, I mean, obviously, Real Madrid is the move for him, which also kind of makes no sense because they're set on the winger position. Um, yeah. I mean, they got, know, they got Rodrigo, they got Vinicius. Uh, dude, they got, they have? well, so here's the thing that, that kind of does bring that question mark because lately you've been seeing Valverde play on the right. So, you know, right. the, the, the wingers, if you will, that you do have, which is Rodrigo, Marco Asensio. You choose to put them on the bench and you play Valverde. That can either be that you're just wanting to use Valverde because Valverde, you know, that he, he's good, <laughs> you know, but I feel maybe, I mean, if you, if you were to get Mbappe, maybe it isn't as difficult as you think to put him on the right side. Um, cause that, that trident right there, Mbappe, Benzema and, and Vinicius, that just doesn't, that doesn't sound fair to most people. And I would enjoy that. But, and then you just have to figure out how you're going to play Valverde, or you might just give Tony, uh, give, uh, PSG Tony Cruz. <laughs> so you can still have Valverde in the field. Yeah. Um, right. So it's, a, it's an interesting situation. Cause I mean, 
Real Madrid is one of those teams that I keep saying that they need to start moving on from their older players. Um, you know, you you now have this young midfield, this young midfielder, young midfield in the waiting with now with Tuchemi, Camavinga, and Valverde kind of looking to be that 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 midfield for the future once you know Cruz and Modric leave. So I mean, it would put Real Madrid in a good situation. Um, you you get you get Mbappe on the wing. Uh, maybe convert somebody a striker, <laughs> maybe Asensio. Um, yeah, I mean it's a great. I mean, like it's weird, but the most sense does make for Real Madrid. That or just Mbappe decides to join Bayern Munich, and uh, that just doesn't sound fair either. But like, yeah. like it just Mbappe has to go. If, if and, and I mean, obviously this is just rumors, but um, which kind of goes leads into this because obviously Luis Campos, who's kind of the club president, who is the club president. Uh, he he says the rumors are not true. Uh, Gautier, which is the manager of PSG, he denies it and says that Mbappe is actually committed to PSG. You know the the other side, and um and, and then obviously you know Mbappe recently did end up saying that the rumors are false and that as a matter of fact he is happy at PSG. Like I said though, the fact that there's so much coverage of this thing, like it may. It, it may be very fact that it, there is some there is some falseness in this, but the fact that it is being widely covered, there's got to be some truth behind it. You know, we like I said, you can see some of the the friction going on in the in on the field, off the field. Like you notice some weird distance that they've had with with Mbappe, and because of the fact that like the the, the real issue, and this was an issue that you and me both mentioned, is that you just can't have one player be bigger than the club. Yeah, it just that's not how it works. Like you're not going to be able to pull that. Like no one is bigger than the club itself, um, and that's one like, of the like, things. And, oh. and I was I was about to cut you off there, and look what happened. Like I hate to say it, they're my team. Barcelona tried to make the the player bigger than the club, but look what happened. Like in the end, it's like they they're they're so much in debt, and just because like I mean I hate to say it, Messi, um, it's like they. They couldn't let him leave, so they were just pawning him on with like sponsorships and, and all kinds of different oh add-ons and stuff. Or like we'll let you have say in the club when the director technical, all that kind of shit. And then you know it's just it, and then the thing is now you literally have a player who who's part of the board. Like that's just that's just nuts. You know I've never thought I would see the day of that. Happening, I never would have thought that a player would be part of the board. You know, like that. To me, that is ridiculous. Like that's just, yeah. And I, and I agree with that, man. Because like, and I, and I said it. Like, you can't have a player be bigger than the club. It's going to cause some tension, even if it's very minimal. It's there's going to be tension because the fact is that the locker room. Like, if I was a player on that locker room right now in PSG. I don't know if I should trust Mbappe. You know what I mean? Because it's like yeah. if I if I slide him the wrong way, does that cause my that is my career at risk? You know what I mean? Well, well, didn't didn't they didn't they uh what you call it? Didn't they say that they're actually going really easy on him? Like in the training, like they go hard on him. He he tends to say, "Hey, like you know." Like, I know that um, was with Neymar, but I don't know if it's with Mbappe too. I think that's just, sure. I just think that's PSG trying to say uh, protect their assets. But, uh, which sounds horrible to say that about human beings. Um, uh, um, but like, 
it, hey, it, that's their money maker right now, man. Yeah, and that's really honest. I, I'm sure they do the same thing with Messi too. But like, the thing is with me is just the fact that it's just so weird to have a player that has this much control over, even if it doesn't, even if it's not a lot of control. It's like, but just having a player that can have a say in what's going on with the club. I mean, you know, Edward said Messi in some sense had that that type of control, but it's Messi. And at that point, he's established that that's Messi. Um, and Bobby, once again, we don't know what his future is going to look like. I'm pretty sure that was more when Messi was kind of near towards his prime, like kind of on his prime, kind of tailing towards his time at near the end of his Barcelona stand. But like, yeah, with me, with, with all this, with Mbappe, it's just... And then, then the rumors of him saying that he, he doesn't understand how come he's not the, the, the top guy in the locker room when you literally have a, a World Cup winner and Champions League winners in your in your locker room, which one, by the way, the only thing you have is a, is a World Cup. Um, you don't have a Champions League trophy. And so... Yeah. And so, I mean, which, I mean, World Cup does have value. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it doesn't, but I mean, there's, there's guys that have won Champions Leagues in your locker room and they know what it takes to win multiple trophies. So, shoot, you have one guy that was part of two trebles. So, like I said, like it's, it's not as easy, you know, like, and once again, these guys are established their careers. Like you're still kind of developing your career. So yeah, you're going to be. You're not the bottom guy on the totem pole because obviously you're Mbappe and you're going to be a legend or at least that's what everyone thinks you're going to be. Yeah. But when you're talking about guys like Sergio Ramos, like that's Sergio Ramos and Lionel Messi, bro. You, when you say those guys' names, you put some respect on those names because that's what those mm-hmm. guys have earned it. They put the work in. They, ha- Yeah, you can kind of say Sergio Ramos is kind of dusted at this point in his life, but hey, he's fucking 35 years old. So I mean, <laughs> or 34, I don't know. He's in, his, he's, he's in his mid to late 30s. So like, I mean, it's a young man's game. Let's be honest. I mean, think, if you think about it, if you think about it, I mean, Carles Puyol, and you know, he's a Barca legend. He's a Spain legend. Like, he is a captain. Um, dude, he was playing center back, and he was he, he was keeping up. And hell, I'll be honest, like he was getting dusted by the Maria. He was getting dusted by Ronaldo. He was. It, it just happens, you know. It, sometimes it's that time. You know, it's the time. It's time to hang up the boots, but. With Sergio Ramos, like he's still showing he's got it. I mean, it's, and you're right. Like they, these, these players, Messi, um, Neymar, um, Sergio Ramos. Hell, este, ¿cómo se dice? Hakimi wasn't Hakimi part of the? Uh, wasn't Hakimi part of the squad for the World Cup or World Cup? I'm sorry, uh, for the Champions League. Uh, not like heavily. I mean, he was on the bench. But he was part of it. Or, or was that when he went to Dortmund? No, he didn't. No, I don't think so. I think he, he was, was there. He was long to Dor- He was long to Dortmund. Yeah, but I think he was there for the for the for the Champions League. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Carvajal, <laughs> Carvajal started over him. Yeah, you no, may be right, but I mean, hey, you know, you still got. I mean, I know he, he he did something for him. I'm not saying that he didn't, but I'm just saying. Uh, I got like he's still young. He's he's he still has a young. He has his whole career ahead of him. Um, yeah. um, but like, shoot, fuck, Taylor Navas, bro. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Navas, man. So like, I mean, you you have guys that have been been there and and done it. So it's like it's kind of, and I mean, I get it. You won the World Cup. I don't know if it's really all you that won the World Cup. 
Last time I checked, I think the people that scored in the World Cup final was uh, was Pogba. Um, I mean, there was a lot of goals. They, I mean, they blew out Croatia. But I mean, I don't think Mbappe, maybe Mbappe scored a goal. I know Griezmann scored a penalty. I'm not going to try to look back at that game. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, you had a squad. And I mean, everyone knew it was clear that that squad was going to be the best one. Um, yeah. But So I don't know if you necessarily took that team to the World Cup. It was more so Griezmann, Paul Pogba, that 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 golden generation of those of those guys that like took them there. I mean, you just happened to be the promising star that they're like, well, we got to bring this kid, you know. Well, I mean, think about it. He's the one that got through Argentina, like him himself. No, yeah, he definitely did. That. I mean, yeah. shoot, Ben Pavard dude was amazing, and no one knew yeah, who he that, was. That freaking shot, yeah, that freaking shot from far out. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, kind of going back to Mbappe. <laughs> um, the thing was with me, though, and obviously the, the big criticism is the fact that Mbappe just needs to start growing up and maturing. Um, and, and, and also the fact that he's got to realize that he does kind of in some way have a target on his back because of what the club, what, what PSG basically gave him, which was control the club, whether or not he uses it or not is, is I'm not sure. But the fact that he's just right now in a situation where he's clearly bigger than the club, which shouldn't be the, the case. And I mean, he's being criticism from from former French players, former PSG stars. Freaking Thierry Henry is being very critical of, of of him, and it's because of the fact that like he going back to it, no one's bigger than the club. I mean, and and Thierry Henry is one of those examples of it. He's never been that guy that's saying I'm more important than the club is. You know, he 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 was Arsenal through and through. And then when he went to Barcelona, he was Barcelona through and through. And then he yeah. went to New York, he went to Red Bull New York and he was MLS through and through. That's that's the responsibility when you're a, when you're a high profile European player. You you take the take the the, the issues of the league <laughs> as David Beckham. Um and so that's the thing that Mbappe just needs to just one, you know, stop. There's reason, like I said, there's reason why these rumors are around is because there's at least some truth behind it. He needs to move on from it. He needs to start maturing. Once it, one, don't have a temper tantrum in, a, in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get sad when someone t- doesn't give you a penalty kick. Um, well, for one, for one, it's like you. Okay, so for me, it's like he's a kid, man. Like. And the thing is, he's showing it by doing all that stuff. He's showing it by, throw, by throwing tantrums. He's showing that he's still young. He's showing he's not ready to lead. And then the thing is, he wants to lead. But how can you lead when you're acting like a little brat, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is coming from a dad who literally I tell, let's say I tell one of my kids, like, hey, like, hey, we're going to do this. And they're like, no. And I'm like, hey. No, man, we take away the tea. No! And I'm like, okay. I was like, you know what? That's it. You're in timeout. No! I'm like, hey, do you keep doing it? One, two, and then they say, they just chill. I'm like, that's basically how you're treating Mbappé at this point. Like, he's like, no, give me the ball. And he's like, no, I'm just taking the penalty. He's like, no, no, give me the ball. And then, like, he's throwing a temper tantrum just because you don't give him the ball. And then whenever you don't pass him the ball, he stops running. He starts flailing his, flailing his arms. Literally a kid. I'm like, dude, like, you're making millions 
basically thousands, hundreds, hundred thousand dollars or hundred thousand euros. You know, like uh, it's just you, you got to make it. I was like, you're doing something that a lot of people wish they couldn't make money by doing, and you have the privilege, and and you're you're basically like, no, I want this, I want that. Like, like he just he wants it all. He's being a selfish little jerk. Yeah. That's that's honestly yeah. the best way to describe that. Yeah. So that's why that's why I'm like, yeah, this is not the right way to handle things the way he's doing it. So I'm like, honestly, I I hate to tell you this, but if anything, he just needs to stay at PSG until he learns humility and then maybe then he can make it in a club like Real Madrid. Yeah, and I I think this is like a good way to, to end this part is just the fact that I, and you kind of mentioned it. We are talking about a kid. Like, I mean, you know, everyone's like, "Oh no, he's he's over, he's over he's over eighteen. He's in twenties now." Look, man, that, we've all we've all been in our twenties before. And if you're yeah. not, well, buckle up, buckle up, buddy. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm 33, and I'm still, I still feel like I am a kid. But I mean, like, when you're when you're in your twenties, like, the fact that you yeah. know. You know, you're allowed to drink at 21, which, you know, in hindsight, that sounds like a terrible age to be given that responsibility of. Um, but you know, you're, you're, you're given responsibility over things is like, you're still trying to figure out one, who you are. Cause let's face it, you're not, no one figures themselves out in high school. Probably don't figure themselves out in college either. So you're, you're probably either in college or maybe working or going to the military, whatever route you chose to go. And so you're still trying to figure out who you're, who you are. So that's like the worst time to be trying to figure, give yourself responsibilities, what I'm saying. So like, I mean, and, and, and I mean, Mbappe is a kid and no matter what, he's, he's just a kid, but he's a kid that has power. He's, he's a kid that has a lot of money. And, and so that pressure is because of that. That's the pre, where the pressure comes from. So like it doesn't change. It, you know, the fact that he's young is going to be overshadowed by the fact that all the power that he's given now because of. He is this high profile player that he is this future goat debate guy. And, 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 and you got, yeah, we're going to forget that he's a kid, but you're in the situation because you're in that situation. One, you worked your butt off to be in that situation. So, I mean, don't, I'm not trying to discredit Mbappe. He, the reason why he got that, uh, that offer and that opportunity was because, you know, PSG felt that he was worth it. Um, and also that they were going to lose him to Real Madrid for the free. So, I mean, like, like I said, they had to do what they had to do and that's his value now. You know, that, you know, when people like complain about, oh, that person's not worth this much, which sounds so horrible to say that. <laughs> but, um, when you're still, you know, you're still, you're still thinking in them in olden times, son. Well, not even that. It just seems horrible to say that that person is, isn't worth a hundred million. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, we're always, we, we tell people like, no, you're, there is no, there's no dollar amount to say what you're worth. You're, you're priceless to me. You know what I mean? And then in sports, this guy is not worth 10 million. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I see your point. This is, your sports point. is so weird. Sports is so weird. Uh, but, but yeah, like, I mean, this team, that's, that's his value. That's his value now. Like, no matter how you want to argue it, guess what? Someone paid him this much and that's where he's now being seen as that's his value. Um, if you don't agree with me, go check, go, go check transfermarket.uk. Um, but I mean, but the, the worst part is that now that dollar value 
is now with you. And that's what people are going to see first. So yeah. when you're flailing your arms around, even though, like, honestly, Mbappe is a kid. He's acting mm-hmm. childish because he's a kid. But guess what? You have that big-ass price tag on you. It's like, oh, well, you know, a player worth that much should not be doing that. And that's that's the real issue. But yeah, I mean, there's certain there's certain there's certain responsibilities when you when you also have like the like camera on you. I mean, how many times have you seen you know soccer players whenever they're saying something, they cover their mouths, they they pretend like they're chewing something, or like they cover their mouths, they pretend like they're sniffling or stuff like that. And it's like you know already like they're saying something, uh, mm-hmm. like something that's either nice or not nice, like one or the other. And, you know, they could be saying something like, oh, hey, I have a plan. You know, this is what we're going to do. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, no, and you're right. That's a good point. You're, you're under a microscope. Yeah. You are under a heavy microscope. Especially, especially, especially if you're a high profile player, not a low profile. Like if low profiles, like it's just the luck of the draw. If you get caught saying something wrong or if they accuse you of something. Like you know, it's luck of the draw. But being as like, how many times? How many times did we ever see the Clasico with Messi and Ronaldo? And then all of a sudden, it's like the cameras were always panning on them, always panning on them, or whoever fouled Messi or whoever fouled Ronaldo, the camera was always panning on them. It was it was always like them, like they were literally like, like oh, Cristiano Ronaldo's carrying Real Madrid and Messi's carrying Barcelona, and they would always be like, okay, the shot for shot for shot for shot. And they were just like spitting or they were just raised like Ronaldo was like, he would get mad. You know, Messi would just, he'd just be like, like, it looked like he was chill. But then of course, you know, he'd be like covering his mouth whenever he was saying something to like Danny Alvarez or, or anybody. Like he, he was just, that, that's what I'm saying. Like Mbappe to this day, like I have yet to see him do something like that. It's always Neymar or Messi doing that. But then Mbappe, Mbappe's like clear as day what he's, what he's thinking, what he's feeling, what he's saying, like, you know, it, it may not be like a bad word to us, but we don't know that. We, we, we don't, we don't, we don't understand French. He could be speaking the French, you know, so, um, it's just, he, he still has yet to feel that pressure, I guess. And all, all everybody, all basically, everybody's basically talking about is, oh, he wants to leave PSG. It's not like, oh, he called somebody this. He called somebody that. He has yet to feel that, that, uh, that, that pressure, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you said something earlier that I kind of want to wrap it with. You said that, that, you know, maybe, maybe he needs to stay with PSG to learn some humility. Um, because I mean, like we're saying, the whole being under a microscope thing as a high profile player. But if, if you really want to go to Real Madrid and if this is really the club that this is where Mbappe wants to go, this, this is the, like I said, this is the one that everyone's been talking about. That this is the club that Mbappe would prefer to go. Um, and I, I know Fiorentino Perez, like, what made a joke of saying, like, yeah, we're not getting that bump. You're going to get that bump. Like, let's yeah. be honest. Like, you're going to get it. It's fucking Mbappe. But, um, uh, if he's available, you're going to go get him. But like, yeah. the thing, the thing is with me is that if you're already not, especially if he doesn't like how he's being portrayed right now, cause I'm sure he's, he's, he's young. So he's going to be reading the tweets. He's going to be reading the, the news, you know, paper, you know, the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna, yeah, yeah. You got a twenty-one-year-old or a twenty-year-old reading the newspaper, boy. Okay, reading, reading the news sites on his phone. <laughs> More accurate. Watching, you know, watching the, the 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 sports news and all that stuff. Like, 
you know, he's he's gonna hear that stuff and he may not like it, but if you think it's bad now as a high profile player for PSG, it's gonna be a whole lot worse as yeah. a high profile player for Real Madrid. Oh yeah. Hell, you can even say the same for if you cho- if he chooses to pull the Okie doke and go to Barcelona. If he chooses to go to to Liverpool, goes to Manchester City, Manchester United, especially if he goes to the English Premier League. Like it, it, it just, it's a whole different level. Of it's criticism. a whole different thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hands down. Hands down. So, I mean, yeah, I think you made a good point about he needs to learn some humility because if, if he hasn't learned that yet, when he goes into, cause let's, let's remember, League Gun is the farmer's league. Like, yeah. no, no offense, and, yeah. no offense to League Gun, but it is not La League. It is not the Premier League. Like, when you go there, your criticism is you're you're gonna have to listen to football picante of this guy just awkwardly just staring at you with like poor lighting every single. It's really awkward. That guy is so creeps me the fuck out every time I watch his videos. <laughs> it's like it's so creepy. But you have to look at that, and he's gonna criticize you, and then the next day he prays. That's how weird this guy is. Like he's gonna talk about fire you, and then ah oh, okay he redeemed himself. So like oh. Look at oh. eating Hazard. And then, and then one more thing. One more thing. I, I want to bring this up too. You see how intense the rivalry gets. Like uh, the Real Madrid-Barcelona rivalry gets. I mean, think about it how when Messi first started playing against Real Madrid and, and think about how many times they fouled him. And you have to be ready for that kind of intense matchup. And PSG... And in the in the French league, you don't have that intense rivalry like that. Like you don't have that, you know. I mean, you call it the classique, but I mean, you don't have where it's like everybody's tuning in to see, you know, Real Madrid versus Barcelona. Like everybody everywhere, all around the world, like they're just joining in to see that. So you got to be able to take the hits. You got to stand up, and then keep showing off. I mean, let's put it this way: Neymar when he first did his, his classico. How many times did he flop? How many times did he was like, hey, how come you didn't call that foul or whatever? And how many times did he just get pushed around because it was his first classical and he was just, he was nowhere to be seen. He was literally like, it was just, okay, he's just a kid. And they were treating him just like that. Like they were basically hazing him. He was that one kid that was playing with all the adults and they were just pushing him around like nothing. Like yeah, he, he, he definitely got the welcome to a classical treatment. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you got to think about it. If Mbappe goes to Real Madrid, he's going to have to show up. He, he's going to have to be there. And even though he's young, he's, he's the kid that basically everybody's like, okay, this guy can do it. Like, I, I would be honest. I would, I'm honest here. I'm, I think he would get like that, that humble beating where it's going to be given humility of knowing where he's going to be at. And then he's going to be like, hey, why didn't you guys come and defend me? Or why didn't you guys come and help me out with this or that or whatever? And they're going to be like, well, this is part of it. Like, this is part of it. Like, it's, it's, it gets this rough. It gets this bad. You have to learn how to take it as you go. And uh, like Ronaldo, he learned how to take it. Messi learned how to take it. I mean, Iniesta, how many times did Iniesta get fouled? And he was just like, okay, he was just getting up. Um, Tony Cruz, more than likely, he got fouled too. Modric, he got fouled too, but he wasn't going to get up and start crying about it. He was just like, okay, I got my free kick. And he was just ready for it. Like, he just wanted to keep playing. 
you know, and yeah. it got to the point where it was heated between the defender, more than likely Sergio Ramos, Victor Valdez. You know, they got they got into it. it got really heated. So I mean, uh, I, I also want to mention I don't, this. I don't, well. I don't think Mbappe. I don't think Mbappe is ready for that. Like, if anything, he'll be the hot hit. I think the, the the other thing we got to remember too, because if we if we are talking about like the likes of Real Madrid, Barcelona, um, he can't flash that I'm I'm this young promising player. Mm-hmm. Because oh, you got, you, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like the reality check of like a like a a state championship football player. You know, like you know he 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 took his team to state. He was like the best player in his in his division, his district. He was the best player in the city, you know, made was the was like top five in the state. And then he goes and plays for like Alabama where he finds out that um he he's not the only state champion in that in that well, team. No, no, no. Or what, what was the what was that was that movie called? Um uh um I think it's called like uh, a throw with a curve or something like that, where it was like uh, Adams. Trouble with the curve. And it was like yeah, trouble with the curve. Yeah, so like that, like that one, like they legit, legit, they were like scouting that baseball player and the guy, uh, um, um, Matthew, uh, the guy that plays Shite, basically from Scooby Doo movies in real life. He, uh, he was a, a scout for the, I think it was like the Braves, I can't remember. And then like the next thing, yeah, and then next thing you know, it's like they scout this one kid, and apparently, um, uh, the the uh, the guy who who the scout that Clint Eastwood played, he was like, oh, no, well, yeah, it was it was Clint Eastwood. He was like, you can hear it. He can't hit it or whatever. And it's like, everybody thinks like, oh man, this is like this young, promising guy. He's really being cocky. He's like, man, if you guys mess this up for me, like I got all these scouts coming to look at me, oh, yada, yada, all this bullshit, you know? And it's kind of like how it is in soccer as well. Like you got all these young prodigies coming up and everything. And mind you, I mean, you're sharing the field with a player who's already proven himself in La Liga and he's young and it's Pedri. You know, you also have, he may not be as young, but you also have like Marco Asensi. And like you said, Valverde. Valverde who can literally be like, okay, I'm going to be right back. Okay, you know what? They would need me at center and second mid. I'll be center and second mid. Okay, they need me at a winger. I'm going to be a winger. Like you got people like that. You can't just be like, okay, I'm going to be wing. And like, okay, you can't be wing because I got, no, that's my, that's my spot. That's my spot. That's my spot. And like, no, you can't do that shit, especially in Real Madrid. Like if you, they need you to be, Center, uh, center field, like a uh, striker. You basically have to train to be striker because if, unless if you can dethrone whoever the winger is at the moment. Mm-hmm. So that, and then I mean, and that's the thing is like you got Vinicius. You can't take away that spot. <laughs> you cannot take that, that, away that spot. That, and that's what I was kind of leading to, like the whole Mbappe being like, I'm this promising, pro- I'm this prodigy player. And it's like, well, we already got one of those. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Get um. Get this with me. Is uh, the Kubo is Kubo actually still on loan, or he did, did he get sold? He got sold to Rasos today. He got okay. Okay. I was about to say because I was like, you also have a promising, you know, in Kubo. Like he he he's, he's well. Like, I mean, if you really want to go there, there's Rodrigo. Rodrigo, también. You know, you got Rodrigo. Anybody else? In, in the winger position. Yeah. Um. I don't know about winger position. I know, I know for center forward, there's obviously, uh, Rainier, who's, who's, who's on loan again. Um, no, oh, yeah. But I mean, obviously you saw him over at Percy Dorman. Um, yeah. but, but anyways, the whole point of all this is just, you know, Mbappe, 
whether or not it's true or not, whether or not it's actually, if it's a fact or anything like that, he needs to just, I'm sorry, the spotlight's on you. You need to grow the fuck up. Um, there's probably some, there's probably some facts behind this, these rumors, but you know, I'm sure Campos, Galtier and, and Bobby are just trying to get ahead of it and trying to say it was false, but like it got leaked out in some way, in some sense, you know, things leaked out that was showing that, that Bobby was being a little shit. And and that's where we are now. But yeah, and Bob, and at the end of it all, and Bobby needs to grow up and and just play for his club and at least let whether or not the fact is that yes, and PSG put him in a position where he is bigger than the club. PSG put him there. It's up to yeah, Mbappe right. to let them know that that he is, as a matter of fact, not bigger than the club. Yeah, he he needs to let them know like, hey, so I know you guys. And- you know, you guys been looking, you guys, like basically doing all this. And then especially since he's on the board, he's got to at least like hold a meeting and say that stuff like that. He's got to, he's got to be the bigger man. Exactly. But we're going to go ahead and move on. And uh, it's debate time. It's debate brought to you by True Classic Tees, True Classic Tees. Look, man, we all got the beer gut. Got a little, a little more foof in the front. but. And I, and I and I and I can speak and I can speak for that because sometimes there's shirts out there that says it's an Excel and it might fit me nicely on the top part of my body, but on the bottom part, the beer gut's still showing. Well, True Classic Tees has made that no longer an issue. Um, if you guys go ahead and use the code Belly of Fantasy at checkout, you will save twenty five percent off on your purchase at True Classic Tees. So thank you, True Classic Tees, for being the partner, a very supportive partner of our debate topics. So, Edward. It was just announced. Obviously, it's Monday. They announced the winner of the Ballon. Jesus Christ. Of the Ballon d'Or for the year 2022. And that person is Karim Benzema. Oh, wow. Congratulations to her. So, Karim Benzema is the winner of the 2022 Ballon d'Or. If you guys want to understand maybe the reason why behind they, they chose Karim Benzema, well, obviously, the year that he had with the season that he had with Real Madrid. Taking over to be the leader up front, uh, led the team in scoring. Um, they won La Liga. They won. They won the Champions League. Probably very lackluster, but still won the Champions League. Um, and I mean, he he's, he finally got his uh, his himself back into the into the France and the French national team, um, hoping that he's going to go ahead and go into the World Cup this season, um, if uh, if health permits. But yeah, you know, Karim Benzema has had what a what a bounce up. You know, there were so many question marks about what was going to happen with Real Madrid when Ronaldo left, and Benzema stepped up and he's been the, a great leader for this team. Not only been a great player overall, but just becoming that leader for the team as he is the captain uh, of Real Madrid. And if you want to talk about a guy that puts the club that believes that the club is bigger than him, um, it's 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 Benzema. Because you know he shows support for all his teammates. You know we've seen countless times of his teammates winning awards and not him, <laughs> and, and he's yeah. just been nothing but supportive for them. He helps them out and how he you know he's he passed the ball a lot to Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, you know he 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 helps the team win however he needs to do it. And when it was his time to be the goal scorer, I mean that's exactly what he did. He he saw that his team needed a goal scorer and he became the goal scorer. Which I mean, that's technically what he's supposed to do as a forward, but that's not the point. But yeah, so after that, 
So the final four for the for the Ballon d'Or was actually Kevin De Bruyne, which was one was a name that Edward, Edward mentioned when we were talking about our our top threes. Um, mm-hmm. Robert Lewandowski, both of us mentioned him. Sadio Mane, the guy I mentioned. <laughs> so, Damn. so, so that, that seems. And then Kareem Benzema. Um, I believe, yeah, both you, both you and me picked Kareem Benzema. You picked Robert Lewandowski that you would want him to win it. Um, yeah. but I mean, but yeah. So, uh, so with all that being said, man, debate top, the debate topic honestly is: Did Kareem Benzema deserve the 2022 Ballon d'Or? I mean, I, I think he did. Like, um, he, he did show a lot of, a lot of grit. And that's something that you don't really see nowadays. It's kind of like, he, uh, how do I explain myself? Like, he, he, he's very, he's very humble as in the fact that he didn't say, I deserve to win it or anybody like, or anything like that. Um, he didn't put himself out there as in like, oh, you know, I'm the next Ballon d'Or to win. I'm the future of, you know, everything. I'm the future of this club. Like, like you said, he didn't put himself over the club. Um, he, he legit just, he played his game. And I mean, that helped him achieve his milestone because we can't say like, oh, you know, it's done for him. It's over. Next year is going to be somebody else. We don't know that. Um, it's just, uh, I think, I think he, uh, he, he did deserve it. Like he, he, he played, he, he's playing good. I mean, shit, you can't, you can't deny that. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Edward, Edward knows how I feel about current Benzema. Um, well, like when, like, I, I think I've said this way too many times now in the podcast, but when, when the, the new Galacticos came, came to be, when it was Cristiano Ronaldo, Ricardo Kaká, uh, Raúl Albiol, um, Xavi Alonso, and, and Karim Benzema, I was so excited to see Karim Benzema make his his move from Olympic Lyon to Real Madrid because when I saw it, I felt like this guy was going to be it. Like I thought this was, you know, the guy that when Raúl leaves, he was going to take over and and be that that goal scorer for. For Real Madrid, and was there was there some 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 hard times? Obviously, you know he was competing with Gonzalo Higuain for that striker spot, uh, which we'll get to we'll get to Gonzalo Higuain a little bit later into this episode. But um, nah, man, just everything the guy keeps more and more proving his his point and why he should be here. Um, I've been a fan of him since day one, and it's crazy to think that he's thirty four years old and he's finally winning the Ball d'Or. And also the fifth French player to have ever won the Ballon d'Or. Um, yeah, it, it's really cool. It's it's just like I I I think like no one else deserves this more than him. I know people are gonna say Robert Lewandowski in some sense. Um, the man got robbed, and I and I feel like well, not this this year. I don't think so, but he got robbed last year, and he got robbed from 2020. He should be a two time Ballon d'Or winner. Um, but that's on that's on on the on the French media. If anything else, but yeah, this is a time where I think that they did they got it right. I think the guys that they had in the final four all were amazing and deserve you know some sort of of, of award. But yeah, it's it's definitely props to um 
props to Karim Benzema. And yeah, well-deserved award. So that's all I got to say for that one. I mean, you're right. So congratulations to Kareem Benzema. Yep. So it's posted now on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, and Instagram name FC. Share us your thoughts. Tell us if you guys think Kareem Benzema deserves to be the winner of the 2022 Ballon d'Or, or it should have been somebody else. And so there we go. So once again, thank you to True Classic Tees for being the presenting partner of the debate topics. Once again, use that code BELLYUPFANTASY at checkout. Get yourself 25% off your purchase at True Classic Tees. <clears throat> so we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with talking Liga Mekis playoffs and the MLS Cup. This break was brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. Go ahead and check it out. From NFL to NASCAR, Fanatics has you covered. So go ahead and check out the link on our bios at Insert Name FC on Instagram and Twitter, and go ahead and get yourself some shopping brought to you by Fanatics. Once again, thank you for Fanatics being a proud partner of Insert Name FC. All right, and we're back. All right, Liga Mackeys, man. So, quick recap of the games that happened. Uh, Jesus Christ. America beat Puebla 11 to 2. Uh, they, they won the first leg 6 to 1, and they won the second leg 5 to 1. So, this is literally the meme of stop, he's already dead. Um, Jesus. Like, I mean, I know America's good, but to really have to do that to Puebla? Like, <laughs> good God. Like, talk about overkill. Um, yeah. But yikes. Don't worry. The other games get a little bit more closer. Uh, Monterrey beat Cruz Azul 3 to nothing. I didn't say like not blowouts, but I mean close enough. <laughs> so, but yeah, the first leg was nil nil. Um, and then the second leg, Monterrey goes ahead and, and just closes shop and wins it 3 nothing. Yeah. So um, this one, I, I did say, even though I was, I, I didn't think Toluca was going to win, I did say that if, of all the matchups, this was the probably the, the preferred one, and Edward ended up picking Toluca. So thank you, thank you, Edward, for believing in them, not me. But apparently, apparently, apparently my picks are lucky. I guess uh, Toluca beat Santos six to four. I did, I did mention that this was probably the better matchup for any of the the the, the lower seeded teams. But yeah, so Toluca beat Santos six to four in the first leg. They took a, they got a four three win, and then the second leg they secured a two one win to move on to the next round. A team that Edward usually likes, but I guess they didn't, they didn't, they didn't work out too well for them. Well, I guess, I guess actually Pachuca did work out for him. Uh, Pachuca beat Tigres two to two. Now, if you guys aren't fully aware of Liga Mekis, no, they didn't go to penalties. Um, Liga Mekis has this rule that the higher seed advances in the event of a tie. So I know, sounds stupid. I don't like it. Edward doesn't like it. Um, I don't like it. So yeah, in the first leg, Tigres actually beat Pachuca one to nothing, and then the second leg, Pachuca scores two one, which I did mention. If you're if you if you're the lower seat, do all that you can to avoid a draw because you will not advance, and that's what happened. Um, so, so yeah, Edwards Edwards beloved Pachuca continues on. <laughs> Edwards not a Edward is not in any shape or form a Pachuca fan. It's just that he picked that team. One time, yeah, and, and they made it. Yeah. They were the best team that year. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, it's like so, they were unbeaten. They were unbeaten. I think it was like Chucky Lozano was part of that team at that year. 
Oh, that's way back. But anyways, so here's the semifinals. So America will be taking on Toluca. Let's see. Um, I mean, this one is hard. I mean, I hate to say it. it's hard to pick. This is one of those moments where I wish I didn't pick America to win it from the beginning. Because um, <laughs> it's like one of the things, like, what's more important, Toluca winning or me being right? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, once again, Toluca has, is, it has surprised me throughout the season. Um, America has just been Good God, uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm as as I'm as we're recording this. I was I've been keeping an eye on the FC Dallas Minnesota United game and and uh, FC Dallas just wanted penalties. So, oh wow! And and they did they did that goalkeeper dirty. He did like a little panenka in front of the goalie. Like the goalie was literally looking at the ball going over him. So that's gotta hurt. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, going back to this. But yeah, with America and Toluca, man, I I think. I think Toluca, they can definitely cause an upset, but I don't know. This like I, I like I've been saying, man, this America team has been really good. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. shoot, look what they did to Puebla. <laughs> so I mean, like maybe they maybe they got tired from score, they got they got tired of scoring goals. Maybe that that maybe that's gonna happen in this game. <laughs> in the, in the, and you really game. hoping, huh? Yeah, I don't see that happening, man. This team, this America team, is so dirty. They're good. I, I, I can't I can't deny it. I can't hate on it. I wanna hate on it, but I can't. Um Saluka looks pretty solid, man. I mean they they uh, the thing is they just give up goals, man. Like you can't you can't <laughs> this this is why they didn't maintain first place. You can't be you can't be giving up so much goals. Like you gotta minimize the goals. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Um so I mean, but with this attack that America has, I think it's gonna be a challenge for that for that Toluca back line. Um, so yeah, I got America advancing to the final. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I, hate right. to, I, I, you know, you probably were like, no, go ahead and go ahead and <laughs> prove me wrong. Take to Luca. Yeah. Right. Prove <laughs> me wrong once again. <laughs> uh, this was a hard one. So. And then the other, on the other side, you got Monterey taking on Pachuca. Um, I believe Monterrey is Monterrey is the higher seeded team. Um, obviously, America is the higher seeded team on their game. So, and even if it's high, those are the two that are going to be advancing. Um, but Monterrey Pachuca, ah man, this one Monterrey has been the best defensive team this season. Um, yeah. Pachuca is like, I don't necessarily think that they blow teams out of the water or anything. I think that they're kind of, I mean, you know, going back to like last. Last season, they were very good defensively, which is why they were able to, why they stayed that, why they were number one was because they just allowed the fewest goals. Um, this will be the, this will be a fun one to watch, I think, as a neutral. Um, I'm going to give it to Pachuca. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I guess I'll go with Pachuca as well. All right, so we're both going to ride or die with each other. Mm-hmm. All right, well, MLS Cup. All right, so this is where you're going to lose over for a little bit. All right, the MLS Cup. <laughs> so a recap. Uh, for the, We're going to start with the Eastern Conference. So the recap, FC Cincinnati beat Red Bull New York 2-1, to one, which I believe that I did say FC Cincinnati was going to be Red Bull New York. I think that's what I said last, last week. I don't mm-hmm. know. 
Um, but yeah, so FC Cincinnati, they continue their form. They look really good, man. Uh, um, I like what I'm seeing from this team, man. Um, they turned it around. They were literally one of the worst teams in the, in the MLS last season. And, and look where they are now. They're, they won their first playoff game. So really what a, what a, what a turnaround. Um, NYCFC beat Inter Miami three to nothing. So, Edward, so this is the interesting thing going on with New York City FC. So mm-hmm. they play in Yankee Stadium, right? Oh wow! So that's where they play. The Yankees are currently in the in the MLB postseason. Uh, depending, obviously, we record this on Monday, so depending on what happens, we'll find out whether or not they're going to be taking on the Astros for the ALCS. But um, because of that conflict. Um, New York City FC had to find a different stadium to play in. They were told by Red Bull New York, no, you will not be playing in our stadium. Well, because they were also hosting, they were also hosting their, their, their playoff game, which makes no sense because they already, they played like in the, they played literally the first, they were the first playoff game to be played. So they literally had enough time to get ready for that game. But that's not here. They're just called, that's called rivalry, I guess. So there is a team. That is not in the playoffs. That had an unoccupied an unoccupied stadium, and that is the New York Mets. Um, they got eliminated. Oh. They got eliminated by the San Diego Padres in the in the wild card round. So City Field was available, and that's actually where they decided to play this game at was at City Field. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So damn NYCFC, go ahead and beat Inter Miami three to nothing, um, which. Ends the retirement tour for Gonzalo Equine. Actually, as a matter of fact, uh, before we were recording it, the game was being played. And had to see the scenes of Gonzalo Equine in tears, knowing that this that was his last match as a professional player. Mm. Um, it's crazy to think, like, kind of going, like, kind of going back to like the whole Karim Benzema winning the ball in the war and Gonzalo Equine. You know, both of them the same age, um, at least roughly the same age, and you know, you got one side that. Just won their first ball in the war, and the other is retiring. So crazy, crazy how careers can go differently. But I mean, I I say Gonzalo Wayne had a pretty good career. I don't think that there's anyone gonna say that he didn't have a bad one. I mean, he got recognized by Real Madrid, then went to go play in Italy for multiple teams in Italy, both Napoli, uh, Juventus, and AC Milan. I think he was more mostly known for for Napoli. Yeah, and Napoli was definitely the. The good years for him. Um, but yeah. Moving on. Club de Foot Montreal beat Orlando City SC two to nothing. Um, yeah, Montreal's looks really good right now. So in the next round for the Eastern Conference semifinals, we have Philadelphia Union taking on FC Cincinnati. Now, this is not me trying to suck up to Andrew from kicking it with Drew, but yeah, Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't think FC Cincinnati could beat could be Philadelphia. <laughs> they are really good. Um, yeah, they're, they're, there's no way. I, I'm sorry, Philadelphia Union. They're, they're advanced to the next round. Um, and then on the other side, you got NYCFC taking on Club de Foot Montreal, which I believe Montreal will be hosting that game. Which I mean, it's it's up north, so New York, the New York NYCFC should be used to playing in the cold, but it's just not Canada cold. Um, I. I I like Montreal. I like Montreal on this one. That's okay. all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. But yeah. So 
I think Montreal and Philadelphia Union will be facing each other in the Eastern semi. The, the Eastern Conference Finals will be Philadelphia Union versus Club de Foot in Montreal. <laughs> All right, going to the Western Conference. So LA Galaxy beat Nashville SC one to nothing. Amazing goal by Julian Araujo. Um, just comes up clutch in a big moment. Uh, yeah, LA Galaxy, man, they're gonna. They're, I think they can. They can beat you multiple ways, but they can blow you out. They can beat you in the close game. That's something very important to think about there. Uh, props to Nashville, man. They had a really good defense, but just Julian Araujo was that guy. Um. Obviously, kind of already mentioned it. FC Dallas beat Minnesota United one to one, four to five to four in penalties. Um, yeah, FC Dallas. Edward said that FC Dallas was gonna win. Um, <laughs> I hate FC Dallas, but I know. But yeah, there you go. So they're they're going on to the next round, and then the other team in Texas, not named the Dynamo, um, Austin FC beat Brown Salt Lake two to two, three to one in penalties. Uh, yeah, that goalkeeper did not let did not let this these penalties go any further. He was like, "Nah, I'm just gonna stop it." <laughs> like, no, gonna keep make this out of reach. Uh, but yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah, I mean, we're also like they 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 definitely many people thought like, "Oh, maybe maybe they can up do an upset again." And I was like, "Nah, not this time." Um, so yeah, Austin FC in their first playoff game, they advanced to the next round. So. Two Texas yeah, teams advancing. It's not what I want to see, but all right. Uh, you um, two teams to advance. Just you know, one of them was you wanted one of them to be the Dynamo. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice if the Dynamo wanted to be good. <laughs> maybe they need new maybe, ownership. Maybe, 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 maybe that's maybe, how soccer maybe, works. Hey, maybe they need new ownership. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. They just got a new owner. Uh, I just, it's not the same. What do you mean? It's gotten better. I mean, uh, it's not I, I actually, it's I not can Not Ryan Reynolds. Well, that's not fair, man. Like you can't. <laughs> I mean, well, Rexham looks. It's such a fucking cool name. I, I fuck. I fuck with Rexham. Like, I don't know why, but I don't know why, but like whenever they say Wrexham, I imagine Wreck It Ralph as the mascot. Um, maybe just some dude with giant ass fist and just destroying everything. He's about to wreck him. Yeah, wreck him, wreck him. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, team mascot. All right, so the Western Conference round, next round for the Western Conference semifinals will be. El Trafico, LAFC taking on LA Galaxy. So we're getting a big rivalry game happening. Um, I want to say, uh, look, LAFC needs needs to start winning playoff games because they have like the best regular season record. But then once the playoffs come, they 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 go down to pooper. Um, <laughs> but I don't think. They want to be facing the LA Galaxy right now. Yeah, I think they. I think LA Galaxy has found a lot of good form. Um, I still believe Ricky Puig is very important for this LA Galaxy team. Um, Chicharito scoring goals now. Well, I mean, not yeah. not last game, but Julian Ro- Like you, you can find goals in any part of this in this roster, uh, in this lineup, and, and Puig is just he's that guy. 
Like I mean, I I when I watch him, I'm just like, what the fuck was Barcelona thinking? Uh, sorry. Trust me. No, 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 no. You're right. You're on the right. You, you're right. So yeah. So I'm actually gonna say LAFC does not win this, and LA Galaxy goes on to the Western Conference Finals. No, man. All right, all right. Which hurts. It hurts a lot. Um, and then obviously we we now know it's gonna. Okay, so I'm just gonna say this to to Andrew Monroe. I'm kicking it with Drew. Um, because he did a he did a a a playoff. Playoff prediction video. This is not the Texas Derby. <laughs> no one calls it the Texas Derby. The Texas Derby will still and always will be Houston Dynamo versus FC Dallas. That's the Texas Derby. Austin FC is called Copa Tejas. And that's even with the Dynamo. So, so yeah, I just want to point mm-hmm. that out. Don't, don't disrespect the Texas Derby, even though honestly, the, there has not been much respect for the Texas Derby because Totally heavily one-sided. Um, <laughs> as of lately. But Austin FC taking on FC Dallas. It's going to be in Austin. Um, yeah, I... Both of them coming off of games that had to be decided to penalties. So at this point, it could be anybody's game. <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm going to stick with Austin FC. I think Austin FC... Is I agree. Dude, that stadium is just going to be so electric. If this was in Dallas, I, I don't know, well, not Dallas. It's in uh, Frisco, Texas. If it, this was in Frisco, I honestly, I'd probably still give it to Austin. <laughs> um, I think Austin's really good this year. So I'm going to have Austin go move on to the Western Conference Finals. No, I mean... <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 in the same boat as you, Austin. And yeah, I'm also kind of hoping that that Austin FC makes it to the MLS Cup, so that way, and hopefully be the higher seed, so that way it's in Austin, so I can go to Austin for the MLS Cup final. All right, I'd be all for it. So. Sounds like a, a sick road trip. But mm-hmm. all right, so that is the MLS Cup. Um, no games to recap. Um, I think we're gonna keep it that way till the. The Liga Mekis and, and the MLS Cup is over. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to be previewing the World Cup. Uh, we'll probably throw we'll throw a quick recap of that as well. But, yeah. All right. Players of the Week, man. It is brought to you by... Jesus Christ, I was about to fuck up on that one. It was brought to you by In the Clutch. In the Clutch is an awesome clothing apparel that is partnered with the Players Associations of Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, and the National Basketball Association. Um, actually, matter of fact, I'm wearing my Kyle Tucker shirt. It's very comfortable, and it's showing love to a player that I have a lot of respect for in the Houston Nationals, as they're going to the ALCS um, to take on either the Yankees or Guardians, depending who, who mm-hmm. wins that, that game five. Um, but yeah, if you guys kind of like what you've been seeing at, on in the clutch, at InTheClutch.com over on on Instagram, and you're liking some of the shirts designs that they've come out with, well, go to their website, intheclutch.com, use the code insert name at checkout, and you'll get yourself 10% off on your purchase. So thanks again to In the Clutch for being the presenting partner of Players of the Week. Edward, who's your Player of the Week? All right, so my Player of the Week is actually from Ethiopia, Mohamed Salah, 
who scores a winning goal in Liverpool's 1-0 win against Man City. That's an accomplishment right there. Yeah, that that game was very intense. Erling Haaland lost lost a goal and also possibly lost a sack. Um, yeah. If you guys don't know, he got... I saw a little review on that. I was like, whoa. You guys saw that? You guys know he got kicked in the nuts? Um, yeah. So. What about you? Who's your player of the week? My player of the week is Yannick Aberer. I think that's how you pronounce it. I mean, Yannick, I know for sure, but Aberer. Aberer. Aber, Aber, Well, anyways, he scored two goals in New York Berlin's two nothing win against Borussia Dortmund. So, uh, I think I think Union Berlin is kind of like Leicester. It's like the Bundesliga's version of, of Leicester City. Yeah, they might win it. Nah, I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. But anyways, it'd be fun to see that. But yeah, so congratulations to Mohamed Salah and Yannick Haberer being our players of the week. Once again, use the code in, uh, insert name at checkout at intheclutch.com to save yourself 10% off on your purchase. Alright, so here's some games to look forward to this coming weekend. We do have the NWSL playoffs. Unfortunately, the Houston Dash will not continue on in the NWSL playoffs as they got eliminated by Kansas City. But go ahead and check it out. Great action. A lot of fun. That's going to continue on. Actually, Kansas City is a fun team to watch. They they have some great goal celebrations. As I know. Because, you know, I saw them win. <laughs> but yeah, NWSL playoffs, go ahead and check it out. Also, like I said, we're going to keep highlighting big games that are coming up in other, in other leagues. And, well, it is Porto taking on Benfica. Very big rivalry. My opinion. I don't know about it. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. well. So FC yeah, Porto I mean, taking on Benfica. Also, if you're <laughs> if you're a fan of of young exciting players, well, I'm sure some big clubs are going to be watching this game so to see who they're going to poach from those two teams. Pretty much. All right, MLS. I mean, MLS Cup playoffs. That's a given, right? Uh, and Liga Maggie's. I mean, it's the it's the semifinals. Want to We told y'all about this. And Ligon, we got Marcel taking on RC Lens and Lille taking on Monaco. Nice. So, so I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Monaco. I'm like, uh, I, I, I want to say Monaco on this one, but we'll see. We'll see. In Syria, we got Fiorentina taking on Inter Milan and Roma versus Napoli, which I believe Napoli is still on top of the table. Okay. Let's see what Jose, what the, the Jose Mourinho is going to do. Yeah. In the Bundesliga, we got Hoffenheim taking on Bayern Munich. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe the underdogs might make it. Who knows? Yeah. This, yeah. And on the other side, Borussia Mönchengladbach taking on Frank Frankfurt. So quite the mouthful in that, in that game. <laughs> All the German names are going to be saying. <laughs> yeah. I would actually love to watch a game in German. I'm not going to understand what they're saying, but I'd like to watch a game in German. If you hear the word Oktoberfest, I'm sure you'll love it. <laughs> All right. In La Liga, we got 
Real Madrid taking on Sevilla. Why am I high in this game? Well, East Coast. Yeah. As like I said. Maybe an East Coast revenge game. Maybe. Yeah. Probably not. But. Do you think if he scores, do you think he's going to celebrate or do you think he's going to chill? I don't know. He doesn't really celebrate goals. I mean, no, yeah, that's very, true. So he's not really much of like a, oh, look at me, you're a sport cool kind of thing. And yeah, it's not really like it. But, and Barcelona taking on Athletic Bilbao. I highlight oh, yes. this because obviously Iker Munay is there. Yeah, Iker like, Munay. And we're like, like he, he, uh, I mean, he, he's, he's a good player. Like, um, he, he became, you know, the, the team leader for that team. And, uh, mm-hmm. and he was at a very young age. I think he's like, what, 29 now? Yeah, he's, he's up there. Yeah. All right. So, and I mean, the, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I was like, he seems like a, like a Sergio Ramos kind of player now. He, he looks like Sergio Ramos. Yeah. He does look like Sergio Ramos. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, what? He grew out the beard. He grew out the hair. I was like, damn. I was like, this dude here. Was like, he pulled out all the stuff. He was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and look like a leader. Yeah. All right. So, in the English Premier League, we got Chelsea taking on Manchester United. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Yep. And oh, Okay, let me take that back. <laughs> okay, remember that. And Tottenham taking on Newcastle United. Okay, that's going to be a good one. All right. <laughs> Tottenham basically has to come back from all the debacles they've been doing right now. Or not. I mean, yeah. I, mean I know, I know somebody has a, has a jersey, you know, on a bet here. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they can, they can play bad for a little longer if they want. But all yeah. right, man. So those are some games to look forward to this weekend. Obviously, there's a lot of games you could be watching. Um, this weekend, but you know, we think this is a good. Excuse me. Yeah, this is a good a good guide to to see what you guys want to keep an eye on, uh, this coming weekend. But we're gonna go ahead and take one more break, and then we'll wrap the show up with three up, three down. Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out the website www.bellyupsports.com to read some great articles from great writers all across the country, from hockey, baseball golf, soccer, you name it, Belly of Sports is the premier, not your average, website. Alright, three up, three down, and in honor of Cartoon Network getting bought by Warner Brothers, um, not sure if they're dead or not, but I mean, it's never a good time when you're getting bought by another company. Um, but yeah, so Cartoon Network um, is I could definitely say is is a is a big part of me and Edward's childhood and, and Spencer's, you know, great car, great shows that came from it. So we're doing a three up three down on the Cartoon Network shows. Um, me and me and Edward and Spencer kind of kind of touched up on this was like whether or not we should include Tsunami and Adult Swim. Um, what was the consensus of that? I was like, ah, eh, fuck it, we'll just include it all. I mean, it's all Cartoon Network in some sense. But I felt like yeah. you can also do like three up three downs on tsunami and, and, and adult swim. But I mean, if you want, we can do that. You know, next uh, next one. Well, oh, we're gonna we'll we're, we're gonna do you know people that possibly will have a doc uh, a movie 
about them. Yeah. So, um, all right, three down for Spencer. Obviously, we're going to start with Spencer. Edward, you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Um, uh, let Spencer go. Um, yes, but then who, who follows Spencer? Uh, you go. All right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Number three. Uh, number three down. Uh, Johnny Test. Okay. Uh, technically, 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 I think that was a Kids WB show first, and then it went to Cartoon Network. Mm, yeah, there's, that's up for debate. All right, number two, the high fructose adventures of annoying orange. Does either of you uh, remember this one? Yeah, it was a stupid ass orange. Like it was so dumb. It was like a photorealistic orange. Wait, high, high fructose orange? Yeah, it was literally, literally a show about an orange. Like an actual, like it looked. Oh, different. yeah. I remember, remember that now? God, this thing was so stupid. Mm hmm. Only lasted one season. But, alright. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised it even lasted a season. But yeah, and then number one, this is gonna this is gonna be this is gonna be a funny reaction for you, Edward. The marvelous misadventures of Flapjack oh, is, is number know. one not because of not because it's a bad show, but bruh, my little sister wore the cartoon the fuck out. Can't blame him there. Yeah, I freaking love Flap- well. Flapjack. Was really good. I'm not gonna say I love yep. Flapjack, but I, I, Flapjack was pretty good. All right, so for my three down, number three, I'm gonna say because I never really, I never, I never really got into that show, and and that's Ben Ten. Okay, yeah. I think they were just, I don't know, I don't know why I never watched it. I think it was maybe because like everybody's trying to have like their this kid action show or some, I don't know, it was weird. I just, I, I, for me, I don't know. I don't really know what it was that why I didn't like it, but I just didn't like it. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, that. Yeah, yeah. So I never got into it. So that's that's why. Uh, number two is totally spies. Oh yeah, I remember that one. I guess you probably had to be a chick in order to get into it because I, I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, that's a. Uh, that's my number two. And my number one, and this was just because of what the audacity of these people, and that is Teen Titans Go. Oh, yeah. Like, y'all ruined something that I, I a show that I really liked as a kid and, and made it stupid. So. Okay. So, so, yeah. So that's my three down. Never wish you three down. All right, so my three down number three is um oh, what was that one? Um, I have to say um the the one with the orange, the one that oh, okay. Spencer so kindly said, yeah. Um, number two, it has to be um let me see um oh what was it, it was one. It was one where 
can't remember the, the name of it. Um, number two was uh, something about it came out. It came. It came out on, on late Adult Swim. It wasn't Morty. It wasn't like some. It was like weirdly drawn. It was supposed to be like real people, but they drew the people. Home movies? So, no, it wasn't home movies. Home movies was like as a classic. Um, I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. It was in Adult Swim, and it was just it was bad. Like I don't know. It was it wasn't moral oral. It wasn't. Um, it, it was just. If I put it now, like adults wouldn't mind up. Probably it's probably been a canceled show for the longest time. It's because I could never, I could never get into it. Mm. I, I could never get into it. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, no, it wasn't like with Team Hammer Force. I love that one. Um, um, of course, it wasn't the Brock show. Um, what was it? I may just have to skip that one. That's what sucks. I didn't like it, and I was like, mm. And you know what? I guess I'm just going to have to skip that one. And I'll just go with somebody else with something else. Uh, number number two. Uh, now I got to like, now I got to redo my shit. Um, number two. Um, what was that one? Um, uh, Number two, I wanted to put this in my number one because I just thought it was completely stupid. But you know what? Oh, okay. Number two. Um, oh, not. What was it? Um, shit. There's so many shows in my mind. Um. There's so many shows. It's like, it's so hard to choose because they did have great ones. And they all... Okay, so number two, I guess I, I'm going to just do Johnny Bravo. Because I, I honestly, I, I wasn't too big on Johnny Bravo, personally. I would watch it and then it was just like, uh, it's always the same thing. It's always trying to hit on a girl. He gets shot down and it was like, oh, I, I honestly so dumb. didn't start liking that show really until they introduced Gary. Like the smart guy, is that was that his name, Gary? Gary, I think it was. But yeah, like once they added like more characters to the show, but like yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I wasn't really a big Johnny Bravo fan. Yeah, yeah. So and now number he, one, now he will be canceled. Yeah, and then number one, um, so number one is actually. I had oh Uncle Grandpa. Ooh, that was just it was just stupid show. I know there was an oh episode where that that features Jose Altuve. 
It was just so dumb. Yeah. All right. Going back to Spencer for his three up. And his three up is number three, Samurai Jack. Kept me glued to the seat and quiet from elementary until I graduated from high school. Classic. Yeah. A show where there was barely any people talking. Yeah, it was just nothing but action. Yeah. Really good one. Number two, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. They were by far the definition of ultra trappers and hype beasts. For those mm-hmm. who don't know, Urban Dictionary, laugh my ass off. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, that was the show. And number one, Dexter's Laboratory and Tom and Jerry possibly are tied in my book. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's going with the oldie and a goodie. Yeah, he's old. He's going with the oldie and newie. Well, newie for us. Lab. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like I consider Dexter like new age compared to Tom and Jerry. Yeah, that's true. All right, for me, for number three. Man, this is gonna be this is gonna be hard, but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with Scooby Doo. Okay, it's a classic. Um, always like it was one of those shows where I can I can I already knew what was gonna happen, but I enjoyed it anyways. I always loved the the scene of them getting running around and getting chased by the ghosts, and they're <laughs> they're all like going through random doors. Like, oh yeah, they just they just played they stuck to the hits, so, so that was one I liked. Uh, my number two, man, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm gonna take a page out of Spencer. I don't think I've ever done a tie for number two, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna do Codename Kids Next Door mm. and the Grim Avengers of Billy Mandy. Okay. Okay, I remember that. I remember that. And I think, I think, weirdly enough, I think they did a, a, a what's it called? A cross, a crossover episode. I think they with did a crossover. The, with both of them. Yeah. I think there was a crossover episode. I could be wrong on that one, but, but yeah. So those two shows were were super hilarious to me. Uh, <laughs> Billy, Billy, kill trying to constantly kill his his fighter. That's his son. <laughs> oh yeah, but dad, <laughs> just tell me what you want me to be. I want you dead. <laughs> oh dad, he's always like, oh dad. But I think he finally accepted him. Yeah, that was that was it was an interesting interesting show. But yeah, and then kids next door. I it was just really cool. Um, and if you guys remember, uh, playing if you know back when Cartoon Network that you could play video games on Cartoon Network's website. Um, yeah, the codename Kids Next Door games I thought were freaking bangers. Um, so, so yeah, really good one. And my number one, and I think, I think this is a show that I think me and Edward can both agree on. Is is definitely I would assume is probably on top of of both our lists, and that's Ed and Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the show. I mean, I feel like me and Edward have quoted. And Eddie amongst each other plenty of times. Um, freaking Rolf, Jimmy, uh, Johnny two by four, Kevin, yeah. Naz, uh, Sarah. Just all the characters. I loved all the characters on that show. Um, obviously Ed and Eddie, uh, the can, the cankers. 
Yeah. It was, oh god, the Canker Sisters. Yeah. The I remember that was the first time ever. I was just like, man, dude, I want to get some. I want to get some of these jawbreakers, and like they're not even remotely as massive. I think oh, I, like god, I think yeah. the biggest one I one I ever found was like kind of like the size of one of those like super bouncy balls that we used to get from the from like the little dollar the little coin the quarter thing little quarter machine. Oh yeah, that's right. So so yeah, so I was just like. But yeah, and, and, and I, I feel like that was definitely one of the shows that you and me both both really enjoyed. But yeah, so what's your three of it? All right, so my three up. Number three, I'm going into Adult Swim for this one, uh, Raroni Kenshin. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then that was actually like action packed. Um, number two, um, I'd have to say on that one, number two, um, number two, I'd have to say Dexter's Laboratory. And then number Number one, one. yeah, number one is uh, Ed and Eddie. You already knew. Yeah. I think obviously because you're also an Ed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just not. Nah, I mean, I grew up with that one. That's why. I mean, we grew up with it, but it was just funny because it was like literally an ep- a show about three guys named Edward. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they, they just spelling. I guess. Hmm. It was like different spelling as well. Well, because they 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 were all different versions of Edward, but it's just that you know they called Ed Ed, Double D was Double D, and then Eddie mm-hmm. was Eddie. So, but it was just all different variations of Edward. So I was like. Edward's over here being the uh, freaking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio just pointing at the TV. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, really good show, man. That was one of my favorite shows. Um, still to this day. I'm waiting up for speed. Oh man, you're <laughs> Oh man, such great yes. moments. But all right, that's three yeah. up, three down. Uh, we want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com. Also, follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly Up Media and at Belly Up Sports. Um, you know, things are coming, man. Make sure you guys follow them up to see big stuff that's going to be happening over at Belly Up. Also, shout out to Alejandra Gomez. She created the insert name FC logo. Love you, Alejandra. Follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. Also, shout out to our producer, Rosebill Spencer. Um, he's, he's about to get ready for his big move to Seattle. Um, so, you know, good luck there, buddy. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's still our great producer. He's, he's the namesake of the Rosebill Spencer Player of the Year Award, which right now looks like uh, Robert Lewandowski is going to be leading that in that one again. Uh, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. If you guys need some beats done for a podcast, a YouTube channel, or heck, you want to get into music, well, get with Spencer, man. The dude just just does it. He does it, and he does it well. So, no, yeah. we love you, Spencer. Take you know, have safe travels whenever you, whenever you go to Seattle because that is quite the drive from Alabama. Um, so, yeah, man. But all right, that is episode 108. Catch us next week with episode 109, which will be our preview. Our our pre- preview. 
I guess, yeah, I guess in a sense would be preview. Our preview and prediction of the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Yep. That's going to be a good one. All right, so thank you for listening. Catch us next week. All right, take care, guys. Almost sick like this.